morning everyone it's my real joy to be part of this evening fellowship to share god's word with you in his own time god has been perfecting and performing everything in his own way by his own grace we are part of his plan his proposals his assignment for this end time for this world it is surely my joy to be a part and parcel of the great plan of the lord which connects all the saints of the lord along with you for this end time the lord be so gracious to every one of you even tonight may the lord bless this heart let us pray loving heavenly father we thank you for this evening you're with us you're with everyone you're with every soul every thirsty and hungry soul every person who is in need of your word your touch your healing your anointing and something from you tonight father this session must never end without an answer without your touch without your provision to the very souls i bring everyone under the authority and sovereignty tonight father we have been assigned a great proposal in the kingdom of the lord to do something for this generation in these last days we want to bring your kingdom down your presence felt and your power revealed and your glory experienced help us lord to be the bearer of your glory even tonight we want your word to come down come down come forth from the bottom of your heart through your servant to everyone who is in need of your glorious word kindly speak to us lord thank you holy spirit of the lord thank you holy spirit of the lord thank you jesus thank you jesus the lord jesus christ is over here thank you thank you some of you will be taken to the farmost countries of the world where even the gospel is not allowed to be preached in public thank you jesus there are some young people watching this program who committed their lives for the lord's work you need not rush and go out on your own understanding the lord himself will take you with a sign with a miracle undeniable inevitable miracle with which you will go forth to the unknown land the land of needs the land of wants thank you holy spirit of the lord thank you jesus i am seeing some of their dear sisters having lost their husbands standing all alone on their pathways not knowing what to do the lord brings a support a godly person who can stand with you and walk with you it is happening this year 2021 a miraculous sign of a person the miraculous sign of god's provision will be revealed to you 
your loneliness shall come to an end. The Lord shall bless you mightily in the days to come with his divine provisions. Thank you, Lord, for the mighty presence filling this entire ambience right now. Hallelujah. Kindly, Lord, be with us. Speak to us and bless us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we do humbly pray. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Lord. Even for this evening's simple meditation, let us go into the scripture through the book of Hosea, chapter 11, verse 6. 6 verse 11. Hosea chapter 6 verse 11. The topic for this evening is taken from Hosea chapter 6 verse 11. It is a promised portion for all of us this night. The Lord Jesus, the Jehovah Father, whenever he wanted to talk to his people, he always used the prophets and the written word. In the New Testament, he speaks through his Son, through the Holy Spirit of the Lord, through his servants. In this world, every single moment, hundreds of prophets have been delivering God's word. Even tonight, this is the promised word for Hosea chapter 6 verse 11 says, O Judah, there is a harvest appointed for you. O Judah, there is a harvest appointed for you. We are going to write down our own personal names in the place of Judah. O Benjamin, there is a harvest appointed for you. O Jabagat, there is a harvest appointed for you. Sister Leela, there is a harvest appointed for you. John, there is a harvest appointed for you. We are all going to mention our own names over there and claim this promise. There is a harvest appointed for you. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 3, chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. The Bible says there is a time appointed for everything. There is a time to plant. There is a time to enjoy the harvest. Or there is a time to uproot it. God has appointed certain times for us to enjoy certain blessings that we will not miss them out. There is a time for harvest. And the Bible says if you read Luke chapter 10 verse 2, Matthew chapter 9 verse 38, our Lord Jesus Christ he is giving a name to the Heavenly Father. He says, His name is the Lord of the Harvest. The Lord of the Harvest, which means what? He controls the harvest. He decides the harvest. Psalm 104 verse 14. He makes the crops grow. And also 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. The Bible says, St. Paul sows the seed. Apollo waters it, but the Lord make it grow. He is the one who causes the crops to grow. And Psalm 65, 10 says, He blesses the crops. He is extremely joyful to bless the crops so that they will grow forth and yield multitudes of fruits, multitudes of harvest. We have a God whose name is God of harvest. 
what is he saying about his own particular harvest psalm 126 verses 5 and 6 those who sow in tears will reap in harvest your life is full of sowing and reaping my sweet friends genesis chapter 8 verse 22 says sowing and reaping will never cease as long as the world would exist and also the bible says jeremiah chapter 5 verse 24 our god who keeps the weeks of harvest for his own children there was an island very close to the eastern coast of africa and during those world war seasons or the times of wars the french army or navy was always sailing through the african coast but they were always having difficulties in storage due to many reasons the voyages will take for more than year and half so they were always depending on a small island in one of the eastern coast of africa now it's a french colony what they would do they would stop their vessels and they will fill the entire capacity of the ship with all the producers of the land for free of cost those islanders were very loving and helpful they said please take whatever you want we will supply they also took the fresh water whatever they wanted they dumped their ship with and they were scarcely paying something for it and several years later the whole situation changed these islands became totally incapable of standing all alone in this fast moving world again the french ships and navies came to those islands the leaders of the islands said sir we have been supplying you all that you wanted all these years now we feel that it is so safe for us to be under the shadow and umbrella of your kingdom your governance the french people are very happy they adopted those people to be their own and after some years i was reading an article some time ago that in those one of the islands there was a huge drought and the drinking water became so scarce they were not able to supply the drinking water for their own needs and also there was drought and all kinds of famine and the article said every day the french ships are going there bountifulness of provisions and bountifulness of supplies they also carry the fresh water to supply to the tiny islanders i was just thinking about it so many years ago they were sowing the goodness to these people now they have been reaping the harvest our entire life is sowing and reaping if you read Proverbs chapter 11 verse 18 and Hosea chapter 10 verse 12 the bible says we have been sowing righteousness the righteousness is being sown into the lives of people or otherwise we are sowing corruption or anger or evil practices which is recorded in Proverbs chapter 22 verse 8 and Hosea chapter 10 verse 30 these two verses say we are sowing corruption evil thoughts evil deeds into this world 
we will also reap corruption punishment and judgment i will with the help of god's father quickly take you into the subject today that we have a lot to meditate this day our entire life is full of sowing and reaping sometimes we reap knowingly sometimes we do it unknowingly even the sowing and reaping many times taking place unknowingly hundreds and millions of people in this world they have already existed they have already lived and gone they have sown sufficiently in this world for their life and future whatever they have sown today we are reaping whatever they have sown we are reaping if we had the good leaders they were sowing good activities we are reaping the harvest and our life goes easily and when we have the evil leaders corrupted they were sowing all evil thoughts and deeds into the society the next generation is reaping all kinds of agonies pains and shame they could not even handle their own selves even in our own personal life we have been sowing and reaping without our knowledge every part and single corner of our life what is happening with sowing and reaping what are we doing my sweet friends there are three types of sowings which is taking place in our life one is we are sowing in our day to day life second is we are sowing into the society third we are sowing into the kingdom of god if you read if galatians chapter 6 7 to 10 this portion really touched and turned me life around i was once very tired of doing charities and good deeds to the people i was so hurt and worried about the betrayals i went through that's when this portion talked to me do not be weary of doing good if you do not be weary of doing good if you keep on sowing unto the spirit at the right time you will have the harvest at the right time you will have the harvest what is the right time bible says if you read john chapter 4 verse 35 the lord jesus christ says they says the time of your harvest according to my understanding in spirit anyone who is watching this program you be sure of something you have come very close to the time of your harvest you have been sowing unto the lord and to spirit in kingdom and today god wants you to enjoy the harvest what is happening when we sow the bible says if you read matthew chapter 13 if you read from 3 to 8 and also mark chapter 4 again 3 to 8 luke chapter 8 verses 5 5 to 8 all these verses clearly say there was a sower who was sowing into the field when he was going into the commentary statements the sower was a full time sower or he was a farmer he was well educated on his job a professional person but still there were so many things beyond his conception and understanding when he was going to sow several things happened the first thing he was sowing on the wayside without his knowledge some seeds were falling down on the wayside and the bible clearly says the birds of vulture or the birds of prey came and picked them up and wasted away 
and the second part of the seeds were sown or scattered on the stony places the third part of the seed sown on a thorny places and the fourth portion of the seeds scattered and sown into the right and good soil that is what exactly happening in our own life also every day the lord was talking to his own people in parables if you read psalm 49:4 if you read psalm 78 verse 2 it is the prophetic utterances about the messiah that when he comes into this world he would speak to them in parables matthew chapter 13 verse 13 matthew chapter 13 verse 35 mark chapter 4 verse 34 all these verses clearly say whenever the lord wanted to talk to his people he gave them the message in parables in stories there was a great man called sadhu sundar singh when he was visiting the villages and the primitive places of north india he was always telling wonderful sweet stories to attract the attentions of people when somebody came and asked him sir why do you talk all these great mysteries in simple stories and parables he said i am not doing greater than my lord jesus i am just imitating my father whatever he did in this world i am just wanting to do he was sharing the gospel in parables my sweet friends he is even in my personal life many friends used to ask me why brother john you same many stories and illustrations to bring the gospel i said the lord jesus wanted this type of sharing to his own broken hearted people even through his gospels i tried to imitate and follow what he has done for his own people in ministry to my own people in my ministry my sweet friends the lord was speaking in parables for the people to understand even today when we are sowing into this world we always see these four fields always before us we cannot escape it we can be the expert on sowing great people on sowing but we will surely having to go through these four levels of grounds one is wayside if you read psalm 14 verse 3 53 verse 3 if you read roman chapter 3 from 12 onwards and also if you read deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 16 the bible talks about the people who go astray those who are on the wayside they neither on the road nor in the house they are in between they are not able to walk on the straight path they always go beside the ways walking wayside and the bible says many a times we are sowing in their own life they never follow you not jesus they got their own way of life they are going astray walking away from the way but many a times our life is sown for them the word is sown for them god is allowing us to sow even in their own lives sometimes we have to sow wealth and prosperity if you read galatians chapter 6 verse 6 and 7 talks about we are sowing the goodness unto the lord goodness of our own qualities unto their lives we are sowing our own times we are sowing the word of god the bible talks about it in luke chapter 8 verse 11 and mark 4:14 we are sowing the word of god 
You're showing prayers, my sweet friends. You know something? There are people who are on the wayside. We are bringing them the love, giving them charities. And finally, what happens? Satan comes over there. If you read the interpretation of their same parables given by our Lord, in Matthew chapter 13, verses 18 to 23. If you read Mark chapter 4, 14 to 20. If you read Luke chapter 8, from 11 to 15, he will know the interpretation given by God over there. He says, Satan comes and removes the seed from his heart and life. You have been helping so many people. You have given charities. How many mates you helped? How many employees you helped? How many ministers of God you helped? You spent your time, your energy, your money. You have been sowing unto so many people who, who are not willing to walk along with you on the pathway. They are wayside.ers Your life is gone. Your time is gone. Your energy was gone. You paid your fullest love for them. But what happened? Satan came and picked up all the good words you've spoken. All the good deeds you have given unto them or done unto them. Satan came and cleared them off. Removed. Your heart is broken. I was helping this fellow. Believing that he will become all right. He will become child of Jesus. He enjoyed all my benefits. Satan came and deceived him. Removed all your good seeds. Good deeds from his life. Your heart is broken. You don't know what to do. Yes, my friends. We are so worried many a times. They are not walking with us. The Bible says 2 Timothy chapter 4. From 15 and 16. There was a person called Alexander the blacksmith. He was doing all sorts of evil things. And to dear Paul. Our beloved apostle, his heart was broken. The history says he invested so much for him, so much of time and energy invested for his personal life and development. But he was not walking along with Paul. And if you even if you can read from verse 14, the same chapter, 2 Timothy chapter 4, St. Paul was groaning. He was so upset about it. Hallelujah. We have been sowing into the lives of people who never want to walk with you. One day my friend said, he loved a person, got married, wonderful married life. And 14 years after that marriage, a breaking took place. She made a false accusation about him in the court. His heart was broken. The magistrate asked that woman, what do you want? She said, I want a house which I lived for 14 years. But the house was bought over by this poor boy's hard labor. But there was a small mistake. The house was registered in his wife's name. And he was screaming and lamenting in the court. She said, this is my house. This is my house. He has to get out of my house. This poor fellow walked out and was standing in streets for help. My sweet friends, I was very upset about it. And finally, few things happened afterwards, but still, he lost his house. He lost his life. 
house was taken by that woman. He was sent out to the streets, rejected by everyone, ended up in a small church, hugging the pastor and screaming and crying for the whole night. He said, Pastor, I never done anything wrong to them. I had only been loving, but I lost everything. I was sown all my labor into her life. My whole life is gone. There are so many hundreds of men and women in this world who are regretting why we loved. Why I loved? Why did I sow my benefits into this particular person's life? And secondly, stony, stony heart. The Bible talks about it. If you read Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19, Ezekiel 36, 26, some people are having stony hearts. When I was reading some articles about a minister of God in North India, he was there to preach the gospel in one of the villages. He was preaching almost his entire lifetime. And he said, not even a single person wanted to of Jesus wholeheartedly. His heart was broken. He was helping them medically also. They used to come for all medical helps. They used to come to him for writing the letters. They used to come to him for sending some messages. They used to come to him for getting a lift in his 4 by 4 They used to come to him for anything. He spent his entire life showing the love of God to those broken hearted. But they were not interested to listen to the fullness of his gospel. He said, I don't know what to do further. I have done my best. These people having a different heart, a stony heart. It's happening in the business. We move with the stony-hearted people. Hearts of stone. There are employees with hearts of stone. There are partners with hearts of stone. We have spent our time with them, laughing with them, crying with them, talking with them. We have given our best to them. We have been sowing our personal time for them. Many a times we forget our own time with our own family members, but we are spending time for our own business world. There was a person in, in, in North India, very huge commercial person, and his life was taken as a film for the industry people to be encouraged. And he says, I never spent even two hours with my family. Every day, every week, I was always with my family, sorry, business people. I hardly spent a few minutes with my family. And he said, for several years, he never went for a holiday, never took the children for dinner, never had a wedding party participation. He wanted to become the best business person in his field. I was not impressed by that. What a loss he had. He was gaining all the benefits of this world, having lost the wonderful family that God blessed him with. Even today, my friends, people are running behind jobs, running behind goals, achievements, targets. They charm people are very smart today. They know how to take the time out of you. And one particular sister told me after the COVID-19 came, our times are stolen by the corporate companies. We were only working for eight hours those days. Now, we are at home. We are at their own disposal. We are answerable to them all 
my time is gone even my time for god is gone i have been spending my time with these hard hearted hrs they will dismiss you they will dispose you they will do anything for you and against you my sweet friends we are sowing and sowing our own benefits the joyful times with the stony hearted people are you trusting your friends are you thinking that they'll be helping you one day no we are wasting our time without our knowledge the third category is thorns thorny places the bible talks about it in ezekiel chapter 2 verse 6 and micah chapter 7 verse 14 the bible clearly says there are some individuals in this world they are like thorns the interpretation says most ungrateful people they will react against you they will be evil against you that's why 4 3 book of jeremiah says do not sow among the thorns what happens over here they will act against you there are some people we go through in our life they receive all the benefits when something goes wrong they are your worst enemies they stand against you you know about brutus he was the foster son of julius i was watching one of his programs i could not believe it this fellow was taken care by the emperor and fostered given all the education of rome he was given the best qualities quality life he was given a mansion to live all the comforts were conferred to him he was blessed free of cost when something happened to his own personal interest he turned against him and he became a thorn even unto his death my sweet friends people turn against you the ministry turns against you the board turns against you the committee turns against you second corinth second timothy chapter 4 verse 16 and 17 st paul says everyone turned against me all the forsaken me i am a lonely person today have you been sent out from your own positions your own placements that people become thorns but you were sowing them gospel sowing them love sowing them compassion sowing them charities there is a proverb there is a saying in one of the burmese languages which says people who are biting the feeding fingers will never prosper in life my sweet friends your feeding fingers are bitten they are sore now what to do we have done it they have been sowing unto the wayside even unto the stony places even unto the thorny places all these crops they really grow the stony ground is also having some and some aspects of growth but it dies immediately and the thorns choke the word choke the crops make it futile anyway i am not going to stand too much on to this there are four levels of or four parts of the ground on which we sow praise be to god even though the three levels are gone wayside and stony and thorn here there is a little piece of land still left over which is called the good ground hallelujah 
there is some seed left over for it the real seeds the first heap of seeds gone energy gone your life gone your days gone your months gone your wealth gone with the wayside with the stony with the thorny pieces of land okay gone let's not worry about it now now the savior comes to help us here the bible says there is a beautiful little piece of land full of goodness what happens some seeds fell on the good ground also i say again if you see four people in your life one is wayside one is stony one is thorny one person is for sure a good ground if we have 400 people be sure there are 100 people surely good ground if we have four businesses be sure one is a good ground if you have four partners be sure one is a good ground if you have four opportunities be sure one is a good ground thank god for the one single good ground what is the benefit of it the lord is so compassionate he is so merciful the bible says psalm 37 verse 11 righteousness joy and light sown for the righteous people the bible says if you read 9 verse 3 book of isaiah he will make us glad and rejoice over the harvest of this little small good land what is the compassion of god in this matter he sees all the losses his fellow suffered in sowing in three wrong places out of no option now here god wants to bless this fellow mightily with this little portion that is why the bible says the harvest is plenteous unto 30 60 and 100 times can you just imagine this little place this one good ground this one church this one ministry this one family this one fellowship this one business this one employment that god has given you will give the harvest which will compensate all the losses of the seeds and times and energy you suffered in the three previous weeks now god has brought you to the right field good ground why to compensate the holy spirit will compensate he is not condemning you or criticizing you for showing love what to do he was your husband you have to show love even though he was a wayside Estonian thorny person what to do you must do your best to your company whether it was wayside or it's a Estonian thorny business you had to do you had to show your love to your family members whether they belong to any of those three categories you have to be faithful but you suffered invested all you had all these three categories of fields really made you bankrupt empty void hopeless you lost your joy but jesus christ is so compassionate he's so counting he takes up this one little business in it this one little job this one little ministry this one little family with which god is going to reward you 
30, 60, and 100 times of harvest. Glory be to God. There is a harvest appointed for you. You have come to the season of harvest. My sweet friends, in this time of COVID, lockdowns, all kinds of drought and famine, I am promising you from the presence of God a great harvest. Hallelujah. Why this great harvest? 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10. But every one of us to rejoice. The sober and the reaper will rejoice together. Before we go into the next level of this subject, I will take your attention towards how plentiful the harvest the Lord has given in his mind for us. The Bible clearly says, if you read Galatians chapter 6, 7 to 10 once more, he will know those who sow unto the Spirit, they will reap unto the everlasting life. Everlasting life. Even Christ is mentioning about it. If you read John chapter 4, from 4 to, sorry, John chapter 4 from 34 to 36, he talks about eternal life. This harvest that we are going to enjoy in this world will have two facets. One is, it will be an everlasting harvest. This harvest will not come to an end. It will become an everlasting harvest. You have been sowing several times. Now we are going to enjoy the everlasting harvest. Secondly, the joy of this harvest, the blessing of this harvest will go even up to the eternal life. You are not going to be bankrupt anymore. You are, going to, you are not going to suffer the emptiness anymore. The harvest which is blessed by the Lord will give you an everlasting harvest. How is it possible? Can the Lord do it? Yes. He wants to give you the everlasting harvest. In this year, the business that God gives it shall be an everlasting business which will lead you and many people into the gospel work that he will also inherit the kingdom of God in heaven. Anything that God gives you in this year 2021 will lead you even to the everlasting joy, everlasting guidance, everlasting benefits. The Bible says, if you read Isaiah 58 verse 11, God will lead you continuously, which means what? Forever. He's going to bless you continuously. My sweet friends, you are going to have the everlasting harvest. The harvest which is going to be perpetual. But in this little piece of land, the good soil, when we have been doing the good works, Satan is still against this small ministry or business you are enjoying. There were several attacks assigned by him, but God will remove those attacks and bless you bountifully. What is the nature of Satan? Isaiah chapter 14 verse 17 says, he will convert even the Paddy feels into a wilderness. That is his nature. When man falls down in sin, Bible says if you read Psalm 107 verse 34, when God becomes upset by sin, the paddy fields, the farmlands will become a place of desert. It's a kind of a wasteland. My sweet friends, when God created this world, if you read Genesis chapter 1 verses 11 and 12. He created the crops, the grass, and all kinds of vegetations 
which had seeds god created the vegetations with seed and 129 book of genesis said let these crops let these particular fruits all these vegetations become a beautiful enjoyable food for my dear children when god created them he created also a beautiful wonderful matchless food for them by the seed bearing fruits and vegetables and also it turned to be a different story later if we read genesis chapter 2 verse 15 the lord created adam with a purpose with a duty to tend and to keep the garden he was not a farmer he was a gardener he was to just tend just making it green forever in the sense he was just a guardian he was not a farmer he was not to till he was not to do anything he was just to take care of the beautiful garden enjoying the fruits of them and finally sin entered if you read 317 and 18 he became a farmer and cain became the first farmer recorded in bible chapter 4 verse 2 book of genesis and he also ended up in a big crime and 412 says if you read 412 book of genesis the lord cursed him and said when you now expect a crop expect a expect a harvest when you are doing your best on the ground you'll be plowing you'll be shedding your tears and your sweat on the ground but when the real fruits come it will not yield its own fullest strength you will have disappointment you'll have thorns and thistles my sweet friends sin and satan enter and spoil the paddy field the field of harvest into a desert into a desolation and the bible says if you read joel chapter 1 4 5 and 6 and joel chapter 1 10 11 and 12 the bible says when the drought comes when the punishment of god comes that entire field becomes a drought attacked field of farm then finally what happens the joy is gone the joy is removed and today i tell you something jesus forgives you today i pronounce the forgiveness of god for you all that you suffered in your life resulted in great emptiness today god looks into it we are going to repent for our mistakes lord my paddy field my house my family cannot become a doubtful one and first king chapter 8 verse 37 it was a prayer of king solomon lord when your people go away from you when satan comes to trouble them they will go through famine and drought they will lose their harvest please remember them and listen to them when they repent my sweet friends maybe sin and satan could be the reason for the drought we suffer even in this good little ground that god has blessed us with tonight we are going to repent for our mistakes god will come and heal our land he will heal he will restore he will bless the crops which are growing in that land do not be worried about anything secondly the evil people the enemies if you read judge chapter 6 all the way 1 to 12 the midianites were so new numerous they were beyond count they come against the crops 
the fields of harvest they take away the harvest they will leave nothing for the people of Israel we have our own enemies in this world powers of darkness and witchcrafts our own people standing against the harvest let us forget all these things now now we are going to look unto God Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1 he will command us the later rain and Joel chapter 2 22 to 24 he will i once again remember as with the bountifulness of rain he will bless our harvest today how it's going to happen 32 15 book of isaiah the bible says when i pour the holy spirit upon the fields i will pour my holy spirit upon your land then the place of drought the place of famine shall be counted a great field of harvest the holy spirit is going to come upon every field of our life not only upon our own selves even upon our own field that it will bear fruits and yield great harvest i am prophesying in the name of the lord jesus christ the holy spirit's anointing is not only needed for us it is also needed for all the everything in this world needs to be touched and endorsed and blessed by the anointing of the holy spirit of god our finances need the touch of the holy spirit our family life needs the touch of the holy spirit our church needs the touch of the holy spirit all that we sow into the field needs the touch of the holy spirit our business activities need the touch of the holy spirit that is why 44 3 book of isaiah says i will pour out my spirit and also I'll pour out my blessings upon you you cannot separate the anointing and the blessing in this world we are living in a very wicked world today we need the assistance of the holy spirit of the lord all through in every field my sweet friends we need the touch of the holy spirit in our own companies we were called to pray for a cement factory in 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 a city nearby tamil nadu the complaint was something happens every night one of the huge bells of the rotating equipment they are getting cut off every night something happens the bell will be cut off and the engineers got astonished they said no it's not possible because this bell is made in some german city beautifully built up it has got its own warranty and guarantee and engineers they could not believe it every midnight it would be cut off into two so finally one of the managers said it could be a spiritual problem please call a priest my pastor was called i accompanied him we were just going through my pastor said yeah i could sense a demon visiting this company it's okay i'll stop him no problem he just went around the company and said father your protection be upon this company no more unwanted losses appoint an angel to take care of this belt let this company prosper after a few weeks they reported us we never had a problem like this no breakings no breakdowns enjoy your benefits my sweet friends we have only one small little land good land good ground we cannot lose it we need the fullest support of god for this little ministry to be blessed 
little family to prosper, little business to come up in life, this little employment and income to be blessed. Whether it is small or big, the Holy Spirit says, I want to give you 30, 60 and 100 times, whether it is a small or big business, whether it's a small or big ministry, you have a small fellowship or big fellowship, whatever you have, whether your investment is 30, sorry, small or negotiable, so negligible, still, I want to bless it. Whatever is your investment today, whatever is your business today, whatever is your ministry today, I want to bless it. 30, 60, and 100. Why? I want to bring a compensation for your losses. You have been sowing from your beginning in different levels of fields in your life. Now you are at the right age. You cannot be always working with the hard labors anymore. You need some rest. You need some reinforcement. You need some result. You need some reward. I want you to give you rest and the reward together. My sweet friends, there is two kinds of there are two kinds of rest in this world. One type of rest, not knowing what to do. You are sitting at home not knowing what to do. There is no job, so I'm at home. There is nothing in business, I'm at home. There is nothing in ministry, I'm at home. There is nothing I can do, I'm at home. I'm an old person, I cannot do anything, so I'm at home. I am a poor person. I have nothing to do in this world. I am at home. I am a forsaken person. I have nobody to help. So I am at home. No. That rest is full of pain and agony. God is going to give you another type of rest. What is that? The rest to enjoy the reward of God. Benefits of God. Resting at the feet of Jesus. Resting at his own presence. Resting not in despair, but with joy in his presence. In his, at his field, in his ministry, in his kingdom, there is a rest appointed for you. Hallelujah. There is a rest God has appointed for you. My sweet friends, do not be worried. God is going to bless this little investment, this little family blessings. It is going to become 30, 60, and 100. I say again, 30, 60, and 100. And the Bible says, 26, 12 book of Genesis. The Lord Jesus blessed Isaac so greatly and his soul in the field of emptiness. He was sowing in the drought. God blessed him with a hundred times of harvest. Will you do that? He will do that for you. I was talking about one of the investments with my friends. And he said, Brother John, he is in Bombay today. He said, Brother John, one day I was listening to one of your programs. He said, Don't withdraw your investment from the investments. That was the day he was about to withdraw some of the investments from the investors. Why? He was reading the index on the economic newspaper. It said, these were the companies that are going to be crushed. These were the companies will never come up. These were the companies to be bought over by another other set of companies. Better to remove all the share from those investments. But that was the day I was preaching about do not withdraw your investments from the banks or the investing companies. He stopped. And he was so worried. 
few days later his share went into the bottom level possible almost nil and void he was so disturbed held on to god keep on praying and i met him recently and said brother john 300 times my share has come back to life 300 times i could not believe it i blessed by 300 times another friend from dubai told me he was on holidays in canada he wanted some money and when he checked on the share he could not believe the exact amount he wanted for the holiday was waiting for him as a reinforcement these testimonies really encourage me and make me feel so blessed that how sweet and how great is our god to bless our peoples for investments to make it as a rich reinforcement i take your attention towards the second part of the seed if you read the second part of matthew chapter 13 if you read 24 up to 30 and 37 up to 42 these two portions are the parables and interpretation given by the lord jesus christ about another set of the sowing and reaping it so happened the lord claims that you are a seed can you believe that you are a seed i am a seed god created us to be a seed that's why he said in the holy scripture if you read 2217 sorry 2218 book of genesis and galatians chapter 315 and 16 we are the seed of abraham through christ seed and 216 book of hebrews the lord wanted to help the seed of abraham we become a seed hallelujah seed can you imagine you are a seed if you read 1538 book of first corinthians when god wants to bless a seed he gives an appearance a body to that seed we are that seed if you read 1523 onwards the bible talks about the lord jesus christ himself took a form even though he was a seed of the woman 315 and 16 book of genesis confirms that even the lord jesus christ was a seed can you imagine you are a seed hallelujah you are a seed sown into the field 3127 3626 book of ezekiel the bible says god takes a seed and sows hallelujah you are a seed in the hand of jesus if you read matthew chapter 30 37 and 38 the bible says the children of the kingdom of god are the seeds sown by the son of man into this world you are a seed sown do you believe that you are a seed sown in your family life as a wife as a husband as a child as a teacher as a master as a particular person as an auntie as an uncle as a pastor as a pastor's wife you have been sown you are sown in the church sown in ministry i am sown in india i am sown in the kingdom of god you have been sown by god in the particular field of business and the society maybe you are sown in the political life sown in the royal family you have been sown as a father as a mother as a brother as a sister in this world you have been sown in canada in the united states in south africa you have been sown we are passive in the kingdom of god 
Even though we are looking active, we are passive. We are blessed. We are chosen. We are created. We are anointed. We are led. We are taken. We are provided. We are protected. We are passive. We are all passive people. We look active, but in real, we are passive. We have been created. We have been chosen. We have been given breath. We have been led by God, protected by God, provided by God. You have a feeling to be sown. At the same time, in the same field, if you read 39 and 40, book of Matthew 13, can you imagine Satan also doing the job of sowing? He also sows his people next to you. very next to you in the next table in the next house so satan is also busy sowing his own people wicked people into the families into the relationship into the love matters love affairs he brings he also sows people in the ministry in your church as a partner as a believer as a coworker as an associate as a relative Satan also so smart to sow his own people next to you. God calls them weeds. Weeds. Cockleburr. I was just reading about weeds. There are three kinds of weeds, hundreds of varieties, but three kinds by seasons. One is called annuals. Second is biennials third is perennials annuals means you cannot destroy them for 70 years minimum they are part of the soil see the seed you are bringing from the barns and your sowing you are bringing from your own your reserve but the wheat fellow is already there even you refine the in the soil so many times still the weeds are there the science says one wheat crop can produce 10000 seeds of wheat 10000 the minimum existence minimum lifespan of this wheat the annual wheat is 20 years even to all the corrections or pesticiding whatsoever and it can even go for 70 years every year it will come back you cannot destroy them so the people are asking god what to do with it god said let these weeds also grow tear in new king james version even the tears grow enjoy the benefit Enjoy the sunlight, enjoy the breeze, enjoy the water, enjoy the fertilizer. Let them enjoy. Grow along with the wheat, with the real crops of corns. I have appointed a day. Before I do my final harvest, I will reap the wheat out. I will burn them. I will throw them into the fire. You know something. the weed has been growing with you satan has sown god sows the good thoughts even the evil thoughts are growing along with them satan is sowing the evil thoughts 
you are teaching all good things to a child son of god is teaching all good things to his own children satan is also teaching them through social medias and all sorts of equipments possible today you are doing your best satan is doing his best you are teaching your children all the good doctrines satan is teaching them all evil doctrines you are preaching all the good 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 things to your children you know about saint paul 2031 book of acts he was preaching shedding tears he knew the evil people will come if you read 20 from 21 onwards he says 21 to 23 book of acts the wolves will come out of the sheep the wolves will come from the same people i have been sowing i have been sowing the word of god second corinthian chapter 2 verse 4 i am writing the epistles with tears he was not just cracking jokes some of the youtube programs just cracking jokes all the time about others mocking at others talking about others St Paul says I am writing the epistles with tears I am preaching the gospel with tears 318 book of Philippians he said when people go wrong I shed tears for them tears you are sowing tears in the kingdom of God my sweet friends at least one drop of tear has to come out of our eyes when you see the needs of people and people go wrong when a man of god makes a mistake when a child of god stumbles before we speak a word about them or against them our heart has to break and cry for them at least with one drop of tears anyway let's go back to the subject you are shedding tears and preaching the gospel the whole sunday all the rest of the seven days all the six days Satan is there waiting. Oh, don't worry. I have something called YouTube. I got something called the Facebook. I have so many helpers, preachers in my kingdom. I will sow. We will see it. A sister called me from Mauritius and said, Brother, my child is missing. She is in some other group of fellowship. They don't believe in family life. they want children to be away from parents they don't know what to do please help us in prayer my sweet friends don't worry the holy spirit says i will send my angels to repart the weeds first before the harvest ripens this night is the night the lord sends the angels for you to repart the weed from the crop from the harvest so that you will enjoy the multitudes of harvest my sweet friend you are a seed you are sown as a seed in your house in your responsibility in your ministry god will take care of you we are a seed sown by god himself in the field of his own choice he chose our family he chose the field he chose the calling We never decided our calling. The Lord decided where we would be born, where we would be settled, where we would be doing ministry. God has sown you into the field of His own choice. Be faithful. 
Lord will give you the rain that you will grow faster and brighter and broader the field of God. He will help you to be grown for the real harvest of God. And finally, there is one more harvest waiting for this entire world. The Bible says if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 15 stretching from 38 all the way to 45. The Bible talks about there is a huge harvest going to happen on the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 from 13 to end, you will know a bit more elaborately. We are all seeds, I said. Our body is also considered to be a seed. One day it will be sown into the field. My sweet friends, when a great prophet passed away in the United States, in his funeral ceremony, his pastor said, I am sowing my beloved boy into the ground so that we will see the harvest along with all other saints in the day of the Lord. Yes, my friends, our body is considered, considered to be seed. What's happening? If you read from 38 to 45, book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible says, this body one day will be sown into the ground. It will be sown in weakness, but will be raised up in power. This body will be sown in dishonor, but will be raised up in honor. This body will be sown in corruption, but will be raised up in great glory and immortality. Can you believe that? You are a seed to be sown into this world one day. When the Lord Jesus Christ calls you home, you cannot go with this body now. You are dropping down your body to be a seed into this ground. Millions and billions of saints have been sown already into this ground. They are not going to be corrupt. They are not going to be dust and ashes. They are going to rise up for their eternal glory. That is what is going to happen to you and me. One day the Lord Jesus Christ will come back with the trumpet of the mighty archangel. What will happen? Everyone who is sown in the field in different parts of the world, onto the sea, onto the mountains and valleys, in different segments of their own life, they would have been, the Bible says, if you read Hebrew chapter 11, 35 to 37, to inherit the resurrection, they denied the comfort of this world. When they were tortured, they accepted it. When they were warned, they were not afraid of it. They wanted to follow Jesus Christ at all points. They wanted to preach the gospel without fail. They stood firm for gospel. And they were tortured to death. But they are not failures. Their bodies have been sown into this world. This whole world is a harvest field. A great farm. The farm of God. The good soil. My sweet friends. Our body is a seed. Take care of it. It is eternal. It is life in it. One day you will drop down this body. You are sowing your body. You are sowing the bodies of your relatives. 
We are sowing them as seeds. One day, the Lord Jesus Christ will come. He will say, my children, my seeds, come back to life. Inherit the eternal glory. Billions and trillions of people will come out of the grave as seed comes out. What will happen? There is a great harvest. The Bible talks about it. We read Matthew chapter 13, 40, 41 up to 42. The angels will come. They will do the harvest. We are not going to be lost. Don't worry about your beloved who have already passed on. They have been sown in the field of God. We will all see them on the day of the harvest. There is a great harvest waiting for this whole world. My sweet friends, everybody has to get up one day. But we are getting up for the harvest. That's why God said, Oh Judah, there is a harvest waiting for you. I just finished with one biblical reference. Psalm 126, verse 5 and 6 is an important portion for us to meditate. The one who sows in tears will reap in harvest. The one who goes carrying the seeds to sow, going with tears, but doubtlessly, he will return with sheaves of harvest. What does it mean? The verse 6 says, he goes continually to the field. My friends, you are sowing and returning home to sleep. It is not to it's not going to help anymore. You have to do it continually. You are going there continually to see, continually to take care of the crops, continually to water it, continually to trim it, continually to fertilize it. And you will return one day with the sheaves of harvest. Hallelujah. That is why 6 8 book of Galatians and Ecclesiastes 11, 4 and 6. They have to do the job of the sowing without becoming tired of it. Judah, there is a great harvest waiting for you. 2021, it's a year of harvest for you. Thousands of people are going to be added to your ministry. Hundreds of families are going to be taken into the ministry because this is the year of harvest for you. You have been sowing unto the kingdom of God through offerings, through prayers, through all kinds of human labor. You have been investing in the kingdom of God. The time that you're supposed to spend for your own comforts and benefits, they're all counted and collected. They're all waiting for the harvest. This year, 2021, is the year of harvest for you. Hallelujah. You are, you are sown into this field. You will be enjoying the harvest. Shall we all look unto the Lord for his own mercy and compassion? Tonight is a very special night because God is going to compensate all that you are sown in the wayside to the stony places and to the thorny areas. He is going to compensate. Jesus said, I am forgiving you. 
you spent your time and energy for the wayside unworthy people you spent your days with unworthy people repent tonight you spent your money for unworthy people you spent your energy for unworthy people wayside's they are going to walk with you but you spent your energy your youth for unworthy matters and unworthy people you spent for cinemas dramas all things which are not going to walk with you your classmates and your friends they deceived you took all your work your soul your goodness to the wayside's and to the stony hearted people what to do they are with you the same business company ministry you have sown your best you preach the gospel to them prayed father they still stone hearted those time of your energy and wealth those amount of time that you spend for them hours of time you prayed for them they are not going to be in vain they will be compensated in the good soil people of thoughts they pricked you pierced you broke your heart they stood against you they wounded you like what to do you have sown your best to them you have given your best to them spent much for them god looks into the pain of your heart he says it's okay there is one more field the good soil I will compensate your losses with the harvest which will come from this one good soil hallelujah hundreds of families are deceived you but with this few families I will compensate it hundreds of businesses have forsaken you with this few businesses I will compensate it hundreds of fellow believers have betrayed you with this few following believers I will compensate your loss. Your ministry will be compensated. Your joy will be compensated. Your love will be compensated. Your financial losses will be compensated. All that you have sown to the wayside, all that you have sown to the thorny and stony places will be compensated by this little investment you made in the good soil by the grace of God. It is going to yield you 30, 60, 100 times of harvest. Receive them in Jesus' name. I pronounce the 60, 30, 60, 100 times of health. I pronounce the 30, 60, 100 times of yield. I pronounce the 30, 60, 100 times of long life. I pronounce the 30, 60, 100 times of prosperity in Jesus' name, in spirit, in soul, in mind. Let my children prosper 30, 60, 100 times as a compensation of God. All they have spent in vain, Lord, let it not be counted anymore in their memories. Let it be forgotten. The pains be forgotten. The days and times they wasted, the agony of them be forgotten. Let them enjoy the harvest now. According to Isaiah 9.3, let them enjoy the harvest. Let them enjoy the harvest. Hallelujah. Loving Father, thank you for this one good soil, which is still left over, protected by you, by every 
season you're protecting this particular soil unpolluted untouched by satan lord the drought was sent forth the the pest the pestilences were sent forth but you protected this little good soil by your holy spirit and make it grow 30 1600 in the name of our lord jesus christ amen amen my sweet friends there is a festival called festival of the weeks or the harvest which is celebrated in the middle of may amongst the people of israel but for us every week is going to be a week of harvest according to jeremiah 524 i pronounce you the weeks and the months and years of harvest in the name of our lord jesus christ the lord bless you we shall meet once more by next week by his own grace enjoy the harvest of the lord good night